Welcome to the H1B Guy podcast, and thank you for downloading or streaming the H1B Guy podcast. This is an audio-only version of the H1B Guy news for the week ending May 21st, 2021, originally posted on YouTube. The H1B Guy podcast is proudly sponsored by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads since 2001, and by Path to Canada the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. The H-1B Guy here, and today, the H-1B Guy news for the week ending May 21st, 2021. Today, I'll cover cost of Presidential Proclamation 10199 Syndesis gets recognition, and Trump-era final rule removed. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. Today's news is brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads since 2001, and also by Path to Canada. Path to Canada provides an ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Path to Canada is your answer. Well, I wanted to thank everyone who took time to join me on Wednesday for the Stamp It Out Q&A 10, where I was joined by my very good friend, Dr. Pranav Singh. If you haven't had a chance to check that out, please make sure to take some time and watch that video. Now, the news. May 17th, 2021. In an article written by Nicole Nerea for Vox titled, The Human Cost of Biden's Travel Ban on India. Quote, for the U.S.'s large Indian American community, it has effectively cut them off from family members back home who need their support more than ever. For some, it has also jeopardized their immigration status and prevented them from returning to the U.S., which they now consider home. It's another layer of complication on top of what already was a dysfunctional process for immigrating to the U.S. for Indians who have often had to wait years, if not decades, for green cards. Green card holders and U.S. citizens still have the right to travel back and forth from India, but the process of bringing their family members to the U.S. has been exceedingly difficult for months. Now that Biden has enacted a travel ban, Indians who had applied for visas and green cards will have to wait even longer. While green card holders and U.S. citizens are still allowed to travel from India to the U.S., many Indians with temporary visas, including H-1B visas for high-skilled workers, have been stranded abroad due to the travel ban. Now they have no idea when they'll be able to return, which in some cases has jeopardized their employment and immigration status. This is something I've been talking about for a few weeks now, but the impact of Presidential Proclamation uh, 10,199 is going to be felt for many months, possibly even well into 2022. Dr. Pranav and I hit on this topic a good bit on Wednesday. We talked about the fact that choosing between your family and your life in the U.S. is an unfortunate ramification created by the outbreak in India and U.S. immigration laws literal worst case scenario. 
If you're able to actually get an emergency consulate appointment in India right now, you might want to consider playing the lottery. The odds are literally just as bad. Unfortunately, this is a can't-win situation for both President Biden's administration and high-skilled immigrants. The economic cost to the U.S. economy and the global economy as a whole is going to be very significant from this ban. Let's hope things change for the better very soon. May 18th, 2021. In an article written by Ethan Barron for the Mercury News titled H-1B Visas, American Silicon Valley Veteran Employs Foreign Workers in Canada for U.S. Firms. Quote, when a client of Mark Palavapalooza's tech recruiting company asked for help placing an engineer outside the U.S. four years ago, Palavapalooza thought of a possible solution, Canada. It might be a long shot since he knew from his time getting an MBA and working there that immigration officials were wary of foreign citizens taking jobs from Canadians. It turned out things had changed up north. Eager to build up its technology industry, Canada just launched a pilot project to provide Canadian companies with fast, reliable access to skilled foreign workers by making visas quick and easy to obtain. Sure enough, we got the person in, recalled Palava Palus, who spent years in Silicon Valley watching companies and foreign workers struggle with U.S. immigration and work permits. But it wasn't until he responded to another request for help from a frustrated Bay Area startup founder and ended up talking to a Canadian immigration officer who encouraged him to use the new Global Talent Stream program to bring in a bigger volume of tech workers. That Palava Palouse realized he might be on to a budding new business employing tech workers for U.S. companies in Canada. His outsourcing startup, Syndesis, makes an end run around a big problem plaguing U.S. businesses seeking top tech talent. Foreign workers are often out of reach because the H-1B visa allocated by the lottery and intended for jobs requiring specialized skills is hard to get, and the path to green card and citizenship is long and uncertain. Syndesis, a small but growing part of Palava Palooza's tech talent business, helps American companies attain uh, workers who can't get a visa in the U.S. Same laptop, same job, but they're sitting in Vancouver, he said. Palava Palouse has found opportunity amid a confluence of thorny issues in the global tech market, competition for skilled workers, a shortage of American workers with specialized skills, high labor costs in Silicon Valley and other U.S. hubs, and underlining at all dramatic differences between the American and Canadian processes for bringing in foreign workers. In Canada, permanent residency, the equivalent of a green card usually comes after a year or two, and citizenship typically follows in three to four and a half years, Palava Palouse said. Palava Plus also believes that the PEE industry, the PEO industry, is ripe to expand in part because most Silicon Valley tech companies do not know that this option exists. In the first two years of his new business, Sandisa has, has helped three tech workers who couldn't stay in the U.S. get Canadian work visas. Palava Plus is applying for work permits for another six tech workers on expiring student visas and expects they'll be living and working in Canada in four to eight weeks. Companies whose work is done in Canada via a PEO also get the advantage of lower health care insurance costs, usually lower salaries, Palava Palouse said, but what many employers say they want most is good people and quickly, he said. Daniel Mandelbaum, a Toronto immigration lawyer who works with Palava Palouse, added that Syndesis provides certainty for U.S. companies and employees. The worker doesn't have to be looking over their shoulder on temporary resident status, he said. Given Canada's drive to bring in 1.2 million immigrants this year and the next two, the U.S. demand for skilled workers continuing to outstrip available visas, Mandelbaum expects he'll continue to feed this hungry beast south of the border with tech workers located in Canada. This is just the start of it, Mandelbaum said. We're ramping up.
So I wanted to read a lot of that article because I think it makes a lot of great points. And full disclosure, Mark is the CEO of Syndesis and Path to Canada. Both companies are sponsors of the H1B Guy platform. Mark has also been on this channel to discuss both of his companies during the H1B Guy Presents Live, Mark Palavapalu, CEO of Path to Canada. Not only is Mark and Sandesis a sponsor, but I'm a big fan of their service and believe in the value it provides to high-skilled immigrants in the U.S. and their employers who may be facing uncertainty surrounding their work visa. I'm really excited to see Sandesis be recognized by the mainstream media in Silicon Valley, specifically by Ethan Barron and the Mercury News, whose articles I have previously covered here on this channel. Mark and Daniel recently conducted a webinar which discussed the process of moving your job from the U.S. to Canada. The recording is available on Mark's YouTube channel. Please check that out if you haven't already. And I also wanted to say if you or your employer is interested in finding out more about Syndesis and their services, please reach out to me. I'd love to create an introduction for you. May 18th, 2021. In a news release posted on USCIS.gov titled DHS Issues Final Rule to Remove Vacated H-1B Rule from Code of Federal Regulations. Quote, the Department of Homeland Security has issued a final rule that removes the code from the Code of Federal Regulations, CFR, an interim final rule issued on October 2020, which has since been vacated by a federal district court. On October 8, 2020, DHS issued an IFR titled Strengthening the H-1B Non-Immigrant Visa Classification Program. On December 1, 2020, the U.S. District Court for the Northern California District of California vacated the IFR. This rule removes the regulatory text that DHS published in the vacated October 2020 IFR and restores the regulatory text to appear as it did before the October 2020 IFR was issued. I've previously covered this a good bit, and I last covered it on the DOL Issues 2 H-1B Final Rules Wage and Classification in One Week, the H-1B Guy Explains. If you remember, this was the rule aimed at determining and further clarifying the employer-employee relationship. And as if you also recall, uh, you know, it was also looking to redefine specialty occupation and third-party work sites by requiring an LCA submitted by both entities, an H-1B petition filed by both entities, and a public access file created and maintained by both entities. Many of us assumed this rule would be removed once the change in administration took place. Here's the confirmation that that assumption was correct. Regardless, here's another instance where it took legal action to force DHS to remove this rule irrespective of the administration. For the full post on the H-1B Guy News for the week ending May 21st, 2021, please check out the H-1BGuy.com. And a reminder that today's news was brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads since 2001. This national job board network provides recruitment websites in 1,024 major U.S. metro areas. Each local job board is its own portal and is a low-cost resource for immigration recruitment ads for all industries and professions with a flat price of $225 per ad regardless of which city you choose. RecruiterNetworks.com has been the number one place for immigration attorneys, immigration ad agencies, and employers to meet the DOL requirements for the digital portion of the PERM advertisement rules. RecruiterNetworks.com. Tell them the H-1B guy sent you. 
And the news is also brought to you by Path to Canada. Path to Canada provides an ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Path to Canada is your answer. They will help you navigate the process. And if you're interested in finding out more, please be sure to click the link in the video description below. Just wanted to ask you again to like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H1B Guy, your global source for all things H1B.